Hey guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast. My name is Corey Tyndall, and as always, I am your host. And this week, I sat down with former guest and New York City comedian Connor Dixon. Uh, he did a previous episode on music festivals, so go check that out. That was a great one. He tells uh, some really good stories from the festivals that he's been to. But this week, we decided to talk about all the different bars that we've been to, especially around New York City. Um, anyone who's visited knows that there's uh, tons of different types of bars around this city. And so we break down some of our favorites, as, uh, especially around different circumstances, what's what's fun to go to, what's not. And also some of the weirder bars, including uh, a bar where the bartender whips the people that are sitting at the bar, I guess, if they want to. And another one where they play porn on the TV. So uh, this one's really fun. It's, I think it's really funny. And you can mark down all the different bars uh, when you come visit the city from this podcast that you want to go visit uh you can follow connor at connor dixon on instagram and as always really appreciate any likes subscribes sharing with your friend of this podcast but other than that let's get into the episode Cheers. Cheers. We should have cracked them open on microphone. Get that that nice uh, that nice pop in there. I a little red on my. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? This is. I swear, this is our second. This is the second beer. Second beer. We have not been drinking all night. Although, depending on how this Michigan State game goes, we could, I might we could. be pretty pretty fucking hammered. If it's a close game, I'm gonna be really burning through the beers. Or if it's not a close game, but we're just sucking ass. Oh I yeah, just, then I'm gonna. So possible. The pain drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a uh, Detroit sports fan, there's a lot of that. I'm used to it. I don't know what it's like to drink when we win, honestly. Well, I'm from Chicago, so we uh, we drink a little bit harder than you guys, and we win just slightly more. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll give you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So when you're watching a when you're watching a sports game, what is? Do you like going out to the bar more than sitting home and watching by yourself? What is your ideal sports watching situation? I love going to the sports bar because one, uh, there's usually another game that if my team's <laughs> losing, I can always like hate watch another team lose yep. Yep. and also there's always a guy next to me who like you just have to say you can be like oh i would have made that free throw and <laughs> as soon as you say that the guy next to you goes like i shot 80 percent from the free throw uh, line in high school <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like a chorus of people yeah. being like I, I, I played defensive back in d2 if it wasn't <laughs> for my goddamn knee i tell you i'd be on I this tv right now i hadn't twisted my ankle and that guy's like 500 pounds yeah yeah <laughs> like falling out of the bar He's five nine yeah there's uh, uh, I do love the um, I do love the the sports bar banner when everybody oh, is yeah. rooting for the same team because it's it's like it's no different than any conversation I would have with like my dad mm -hmm. but it's just with the random person that's actually one of my favorite bars in New York is the fact that every team has its own bar oh at, at least one yeah sometimes four <laughs> right exactly so like I love even if there's like a big football game on like i went to the wisconsin bar to watch wisconsin versus michigan when they were both top five in in football and it was it was so much fun are you oh, kidding yeah. like i just love it rooting like they'd be like oh are you from wisconsin You're like no 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 i just hate michigan they'd be like all right here we are and i'm like yes this i is lie great. i lie <laughs> you lie yeah i'll be like it could be a fucking wichita state bar and i'm wow. like let's go shockers yeah I, uh, right See, I'm always afraid they're going to ask me like a really like niche question. I just lean in further. <laughs> I'm like, that wasn't there when I graduated. Yeah. Like, How old are you? And I'm like, 58. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, I'd like. I got to be in the right mood for for a sports bar during the game. Like, yeah. If it's like an afternoon Lions game, I'm not going. Not going to the bar. It's like there's not enough excitement. No, the NFL, you want to – the day game, you want to be by yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you want to have a couple beers, uh, and then you'll see the Lions epically combust. Yep. And then you're like, now I'll go watch the Bears limp through their game at 425, <laughs> and I'll you do that. You guys got Andy Dalton bar. now, though. Oh, big time. Um, Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket. Yeah, he's going to Which is the name the of a – I think that's the dog's penis, the Red Rocket. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think his official nickname is Red Rifle, but I think oh. it shifted to Red Rocket because of He's a backup. the South Park <laughs> joke. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, the the day I do love a Thursday night NFL at the bar because yes, yes. nobody really cares that no. much except for like the one guy in there who's just losing his shit. It's so much He's fun. Been drunk since 4 p.m. So much fun to egg on the super fan at the bar when oh nobody else God. gives a shit. Former former guest on this podcast who's going to come back pretty soon here, uh Jesse Townsend. Yeah. There is nobody Break better. Out. Like when he's rooting for a team that's losing, just to completely shit on him. You take his money, you take his pride. <laughs> There's like, you could just demoralize the fucking kid. And then the next weekend, he's like, oh, "I'm gonna win this one." Yeah. Like, All right. That was me in high school. To be fair, like anytime Michigan State basketball was on, my friends would just egg the shit on out of me, and I'd yeah. be like, "Fuck you." Yeah. My friends in high school didn't really give a shit about basketball so they well that's like, the thing that's why they would egg me on oh i got i got you yeah i was that guy at the bar except i was 17 yeah, yeah. that's a good point i would force them to watch it every once in a while if it was like a big game mm-hmm. um i'd be like i'm putting this on the tv and they're like we don't want to and i was like too fucking bad it's on, <laughs> and, it's uh, on. and that worked out for i got you know I got them into watching a couple of games. They but. always get you because they're like, as soon as the game's over and you're like, fuck you. They're like, I didn't ever care in the first yeah, place. Yeah, I just yeah, wanted yeah, you yeah. to get pissed off. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that was like the, the Lions-Eagles game. at watched at the Lantern, which is an interesting sports bar slash comedy club combo. There's like, a lot of those around there. That is unique in terms of... Uh, and brunch. They got brunch. <laughs> they got brunch. So it, the, that bar is a mix of like... Uh, groups of girls who tried to get into a fancier place but couldn't mm-hmm. get in mm-hmm. and ended up all at blonde. the Lantern. All, all blonde. blonde. All blonde, all drinking mimosas. <laughs> um, comedians who are just like fucking animals. Like they're doing mm-hmm. they're doing the, the McDougal Street open mic at 2 p.m. Yeah. Like they, they just got out of bed. Um, Smell I bad. say this affectionately because that's where we met and also where yep. I ran an open mic forever. Um, we and met then at that got, mic. <laughs> we, what? Met, we met at the open yes, mic. Yes, exactly. Um, there's the the local guy who's there every Sunday, mm-hmm. and then there's like a few sports fans, and it's just this weird fucking mix of like nobody wants to talk to anybody else, and everyone's doing their own thing there. Yeah, and there's they're all talking though. <laughs> they are yeah. all talking, but not About, really to each no, other. Yeah, they're yeah, just talking yeah. at just they're talking at the world. Yeah, and you can hear like the comedian through the microphone say the n word, and you're like, yeah, all right, all right. All right. okay, that's not going to work for him long term, but. Uh, <laughs> Good try, I guess, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drink another beer. Drink another uh-huh. beer. So what is like, because it's about bars. It's not about sports. Yeah. Although sports I had a bars feeling, are a thing. I, I had a I had a feeling sports was going to come up. Uh, sports are intrinsic longer. with bars in a way. They kind of are. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Let's keep talking about sports. No. Um, <laughs> so like, what? Let's actually do a recap. What are all the different types of bars? Okay. What do we got here? We got breweries. We got sports bars. You got uh, you got the cocktail bars. Yep. You got the cousin of the cocktail bar, the speakeasy, which is bullshit. Speakeasy. I mean, yeah, I, I love, love it too, speakeasy. but it's not real. It's not real anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> just, hey, if I want to walk behind a wall yeah. that was covered in coffee that I didn't realize was a wall, then yeah, that's that's there, what I'm going to do. I'm going to feel guys. excited. There's a Five Guys in New yeah, York. You've been to that? I've walked past it. I know which one it is. I have so many people are like, let's go get a drink there. You go up there. It's like the cool part is you basically you think you're walking into a Five Guys bathroom. Yeah. And you walk upstairs to a high-end cocktail bar. Yep. You drink about a third of your drink and go, this fucking sucks. We <laughs> smell like gre- we smell like we've been deep fried. We're drinking fancy G&Ts. We can't walk yeah. around. There's no space. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got I've got three different speakeasies that are that are my favorites. Yeah. Like when people come visit, we were talking about this too. Like mm-hmm. being from the Midwest, people come visit and you're like, "All right, I got to show them all the shit they can't do yep. in the Midwest cuz like they could go to a Five Guys." Um they can't get a cocktail one. at a Five Guys. They can't get a cocktail <laughs> at a Five Guys. That is true. I bet in Wisconsin you could get a beer at a Five you Guys. You could probably get a Bloody Mary at a, <laughs> at a Wisconsin Five Someone Guys. Someone will make it. Someone will make it. It's not on the menu, but you, you probably buy a handle. You probably buy a handle of vodka. Take a shot in the back. with the yeah. <laughs> take a shot with the cleaners. Um, I hate Wisconsin. The uh, <laughs> um, there's one called Patent Pending, which. Okay. Is a coffee shop during the daytime and Where's then at, at night. Is it around here? That's in Flatiron. It's in Flatiron. Okay. Um, it's called. Uh, 
coffee shop during the day and then they literally like the back wall has bags of coffee on it during at night they'll rotate the wall around and you walk behind the wall oh like a scooby-doo wall like a scooby-doo wall <laughs> legit yeah and you walk back there it's actually the name of my new bar scooby-doo wall it's, <laughs> it's super dark because apparently speakeasies are not allowed to be bright no. in there they have to be dark um everything is like nikola tesla like patent themed mm -hmm. and like the wallpaper is old like patents from the 1800s and like okay. all the drinks have like patents along with them and they made a drink out of like each of the the different things and that's like and that costs that, you 28 bucks per drink 25 <laughs> 25 uh it's a good deal the uh that one i like going to uh just because it's like it's just kind of different it's hard to get into though if you don't get there right when it opens it's like two hour wait is it a line or is it like a you put your number in uh it's it's a list where they're like come back in two hours yeah, it's type, a fake list. type deal they don't even give a shit about the list oh no, they do <laughs> okay, okay they're like it's uh yeah it's it's not easy to get into and you can't make reservations either there's one called ues period is it on the on upper, the upper side? east side <laughs> okay yeah be wild if they were like and that's on fidei that's harlem <laughs> the uh you walk in there and every uh Every drink has candy and ice cream in it. That sounds so terrible. It's a it's Corey. A, I'm sorry. That sounds it's disgusting. An ice, <laughs> it's an ice cream parlor, and you walk back there, and then every drink has like chocolate ice cream in it. No, Ugh. you just like load that shit up with like vodka and Kahlua, and you pretty much have like a really sweet white, white Russian. I I go out to either if I'm going out to eat ice cream, I know I'm going to shit my pants the next day. If I go so out to drink, I'm going to shit my pants the shit next day. Harder. So well, I, It's a double Why shit. Not? It's a two-in-one. <laughs> Why it's not two in one. You're already going to... You have relegated yourself to the toilet the next I'm day. I have to call in sick <laughs> if I combine the two. I can work hungover. I can work with dairy coursing through all my right. veins, but... Fucking fine. Don't go there. Um, I don't mean to shit on all your uh, favorites. <laughs> <laughs> How immediately do you shit? Like, would you be in danger of shitting at Not the place? Not from booze, but from dairy. From Sometimes dairy? it can all really right. rip through me. All right. Um, don't worry. They'll put enough gummy bears in your drink that you could... It'll just clog everything yeah. up for you. I just won't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, this isn't healthy. No, no. <laughs> well, that's not why we go out drinking. This, bars aren't for the health. No, they are not. Um, the third one is called the Black Cat. It's down in Fidei. It's in the old Manhattan jail. I've been to that one. Been to that one. And you like you go into this fancy fucking restaurant where you're like, I shouldn't be in here. Mm -hmm. And then they have little black cats painted on the bottom of the wall, uh, like on the floorboards. You have okay. to like follow the cats down into the down into the speakeasy. I like that one. And then I did speakeasy sushi one time. Oh, is it like sushi by boo? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It we took us forever yeah, yeah. to fucking find, uh, dude. So cool. I had sushi is with it, uh, it, Trevor Noah back there. Really? Yeah. With just, him or was he back there? It was, I mean, it was only 12 people could fucking oh, fit so in yeah, there. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got the lat, you pay by, it's sushi by the hour. Like you got to pay. Is it sushi by boo? It, it is. Yeah. It's okay. By, yeah, yeah. Sushi by boo. There's one in the back of a ramen shop uh, by where I live. And uh, Oh, shit. Yeah, a friend of mine, they were like, have you heard of this place? And I said, yeah. And then they went to it and they didn't understand how it worked. So they sat down and were trying to order sushi from a ramen joint. <laughs> <laughs> and they thought I like, huh? they thought I like fucked them over. Or something. Uh, and I was like, no, no, you just didn't ask enough questions. Yeah, right. You gotta want it. Yeah. Um, there's one in Flatiron, and here's what we figured out: if you're ever gonna do a fancy date, pick the last half hour of that's available because they can't use that fish the next day, mm -hmm. and they stay open for another hour and a half and just mainline you sushi. Oh yeah, they got it. Unbelievable, and that's when Trevor Noah showed up. So it was like doors are locked; nobody else can get in there. It's like twelve of us, my group of me and three other people, and like Trevor Noah and his date. He was a real dick the entire time. His really? date, awesome, fucking loved her. She was talking to all of us. It was great. He's just like sour fucking puss the entire time. It's terrible. Maybe he Those wanted are, the attention. I don't know. It seemed like he didn't want us to like talk with him. He and could I'm like, buy the place out if he wanted to. I know. And I wanted to say to him, like, dude, there's 11 of us, 11 other people in here. If we wanted to mob you, we would have done it. Yeah. And by the way, Trevor like, Noah, if you ever want to employ out. either of us, we're available. Yeah. Don't, do uh, my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Give me an apology. I want it on <laughs> on, on air. air. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, those are, those are my speak. I love a speakeasy. I'm a fucking. Have you dork. ever been to the one in a Crift Dogs and there's a fucking phone booth and you. Uh, isn't that around here? Yeah, it is around. Please don't tell. <laughs> I tried. Please don't tell. I couldn't get in. I don't understand how they were it works. like three hour wait. I've oh. been in before, oh. but they're like, how'd you get in? I don't know. I walked up to the phone booth. I opened it. I put the phone to my yeah. ear, and they were like, 
we have a table available. And I was like, all right. And <laughs> we walked in. I don't know. What time was it? Because I went at like 3 in the afternoon on a oh, Sunday. This and they is were like, like 1 a.m. I had no business still at the bars. Oh, right. I had been at the, I'd been at like the Thirsty Scholar doing like $5 beer and gotcha, shots. Gotcha, gotcha, Had a Criff Dog in one hand, like nice. a $19 cocktail in the other. <laughs> They're like, welcome, sir. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. I have mustard on I, my shirt yeah, I, and my face. I have mustard on my shirt and I haven't even unwrapped this hot dog. <laughs> Uh, is it cool in there? Is it worth going in there? Probably not worth the wait. <laughs> it's okay. I my bar like of choice is always just a good dive, a good, I love dive, a good where, dive, but not the dive where they're dicks. Because you know, there's that occasional yeah. dive where they're like, if "You haven't been coming in here since 1978. Yeah. I'm gonna spit in your drink and yeah. slap you in the face, and then hope that you still tip me 50 percent." Right. No, I like the dive where it's like, "Hey, we're just hanging out." It's almost like you could pop behind the bar. Yeah, and they'd be like. Yeah, I mean, just learn the cocktail sure, menu real quick, yeah. and you can work here. Just don't overflow it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just just don't drink straight from the handle, yeah, right. and you <laughs> right. That's that's definitely the go to, especially on um, like I love a dive bar for a date. Oh yeah, like it's a whenever good way. when I was when I was dating, uh, the whenever whenever a girl was like, I don't really care. I love a good dive bar. I'm like, all right, this is this date is not gonna go poorly. It might not go super well, but it will not be horrible. Issue there is that, like, a definition of a dive bar for especially women. I don't, I'm not trying to pile on, but okay. I, I've had friends. I see what you're saying. I, I've had it. I don't date. I, I've had a girlfriend for the last, like, seven plus years. But when uh, I've had friends and they'd be like, I love this dive bar. We walk in and it's like, Thirteen dollar cocktails oh. and there's like nice shoes on. It's like no, no, this isn't a this isn't a dive. This this isn't a dive just because they put up one Bud Light sign in the back. <laughs> <laughs> the chance of me being stabbed in here is zero, yeah. and that's not a dive. Glad glad you brought up being stabbed at a bar because awesome. I wasn't stabbed at a bar, but there's a bar called Duff's that I loved going in to. Chicago. No, in South Williamsburg. It's like a biker oh. bar. It's a real shithole. I feel like I've heard of it phenomenal bar okay. i used to love going there i'd go there with my old roommate when we lived in bushwick mm. and i told my girlfriend i was like we love coming to this place it's like kind of like death metal themed real yeah. dingy cheap drinks skateboard videos on shitty tvs yep. it's perfect so the one time i bring my girlfriend there uh, out of nowhere a bunch of motorcycles ride up they storm into the bar and they just start stabbing a guy and we see that we see a guy get stabbed, and then we immediately I'm like, "Whoa!" And she's like, "We gotta go." We call an Uber. We're in the Uber. The Uber cannot drive because the motorcycle guys hopped on the motorcycles, but instead of driving off, they're revving their engines in front of the street, blocking it off, yeah. like taunting you. Like, God damn. and I turned to her and I was like, "That was so fucking cool." And she's just crying. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. just like. I was like, babe, what are you worried about? Did you do something to these people? Like, they're not after us. Have, have, have you pissed off a biker recently? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh my god, that's fucking wild! I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'd go back to dust with her, probably not. <laughs> no, I would go there. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Have you been to uh, the heavy metal bar that's right around the corner from my place, the Hard Swallow? I've gone there plenty of times. I've I, never I, been in there. I've actually am a semi regular there. People really? know me there. Yeah. All right. That's uh, I like every day I walk past and I'm like, oh shit, they're playing my playlist from high school. Great but, songs <laughs> and on the system of a down, yeah, the TV will be disturbed. I've never been in there. You would like it, but we'd have to go early at night because late at night they'll have like sort of like semi strippers doing like a very heavy metal esque strip tease and then a, a giant manager walking around with a whip and he'll you know whip whoever he wants and uh, <laughs> for real, yeah, I mean. I, yeah, you can you consent to the whipping. I think it's just really right, drunk. So if, so if I was like, I'm I'm good, man. <laughs> he's not gonna whip you. I don't all think. right. We also don't look like the people that he's out to whip. No. It's, it's a punker bar than we look. We, yeah, for sure. We are barflies there, uh, and there's participants. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> but, the best I got is like an old band T-shirt or oh, something. Yeah. Good happy hour uh, there because the happy hour is you buy one tall boy, they give you a token for your next tall boy. And they have a big TV that shows horror movies in black and white. Nice. Last time I went, uh, they fucked up our order and we basically drank for free. And uh, I, don't, I don't know how. And we watched Eight-Legged Freaks. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. It's <laughs> a bunch of black and white giant spiders. Yep. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yep. And nobody got whipped. Oh, there you go. No, I, I do want to go in there because it is like, you know, I, I like the music. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, to an extent, I'm not sitting around here listening to Slipknot anymore. No. But, uh, but yeah, it seems like an interesting place to go in there. But I was like, I'm not going in by myself. That seems like... That seems like just a bad habit waiting to happen. Like someone gets cocaine by themselves for the first time, and that's that's when they have an issue. That's where I'm like, I can't go. You I spend too much time at a bar like that by yourself, and you either Become the person you either buy that bar, <laughs> or, or that bar buys you. It's one yeah. or the other. Yeah, you're like one step away from like weird sex club at yep. that point. Yeah. Um, now the I think the craziest dive bar I've been in in new york have you ever been to the double down saloon uh no wait yes i have it's uh right uh, it's on like avenue a and second street yeah 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 the one where they play midget porn on all of the tvs yeah i haven't seen the midget porn it's uh, or a little person porn. unbelievable <laughs> yeah no in that bar it's, it's midget, midget porn, porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most unpeace like it's like it's like little person wwe that turns into porn and then it's like Dude, it is. You walk in there and you're like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? Um, I brought a first date there one time. Really? Because I was like. Had you been there before? I had been there before. Were you trying to send a message? <laughs> no, no. I I was on. Uh, I was, was on. She, was Hinge. she small? Because you're no, big. You're no, a tall no, guy. No, you're no, a tall no, guy. No. So I didn't know. No, no. She was, you know, five, nine, not. Oh, maybe it was like a reverse thing. You're like, hey, we're bigger than them. No, no, no. Don't know where I'm going with that one. (laughs) There's no little people in the bar. It's just on TV. Okay. But I started the hinge message was like, hey, do you want to go to the weirdest bar in New York City? And she was like, sure, fuck it. Let's do it. And uh, we ended up there. And uh, it was fine. I don't know. Didn't worked really out. connect with her. But okay. It was an interesting place to do a first date. Fucking you let me tell you. Can't knock that. No. I was like, you know what? I appreciate this. I know you didn't like it, but I appreciate that you were like, fuck it. Let's see what happens. You were a trooper. And uh, <laughs> and uh, not going to uh, see you again. Probably have won't a, call you. A good one. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. right by one of my yeah, favorite bars. That's where I'm just like, no, you went to a midget porn bar. Like, I can't date you. No. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're like... You did lead with weirdest, mm-hmm. so I don't know what she would expect. Yeah. If I had said, like, the porniest bar, I think you probably would have been blocked. <laughs> she probably, probably been like, <laughs> probably. I'm yeah. looking to get to know somebody, yeah. not, not fuck somebody. I look in a like a store. good yeah. Midwestern boy. Like, the girls that are matching with me are not expecting me no. to show them porn on the first date. They're, they think I'm more likely to take them to church, to be honest. You so. look like a church guy. <laughs> You look like a youth pastor. Oh, come on. <laughs> Definitely. I had to wear a collared shirt because I had an interview today. Okay. <laughs> Not that I wouldn't wear this shirt any yeah, other day. But... You like this all the time. Shut the fuck up. This is audio only. They have no idea. Uh, uh, it's right by one of my favorite bars, Kelly's. Kelly's Bar. The the pub. Yeah, Kelly's I almost went there last bar. night. Phenom- I love that bar. I go there all the time. I know the bartenders. It's a Chicago Cubs bar. Okay. When the Cubs won the World Series in 2015, I was there for Game Seven. Mm. Wild! All of a so sudden, good. it was 2 a.m. by the time the game ends. Yeah, we're dancing on the bar, screaming "Go Cubs, go!" <laughs> I have a bottle of whiskey that I'm pouring into people's mouths. That's awesome. It, it was dude. Nuts. Oh, I want that so bad. There's um, I went to uh, I went to a Michigan State bar. Here we on, are on sports again. I mm-hmm. went to the Michigan State bar for the Final Four game. Is that Uptown? Uh, it's in Murray Hill. Yeah, and so I, it was me and a bunch of like fresh twenty three year olds just out of Michigan State. Um, so full of hope. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was fine. They lost the game. I would have been curious. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Yeah, and it was low scoring too. Like nothing. It was the most boring game ever. Um, so I don't know if how rowdy would have gotten, but there were legit like 350 people in there. Like it was packed. And if they had won that, that place might've just not, not survived. And Michigan state famously burns couches. So who Cedar, knows what's what that happened. Cedar, what's the Cedar Ra- or Cedar village. Cedar yeah. village. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I, I dreamed to go to a bar and like, uh, on those game sevens, I did go to a bar for the, um, what was that big boxing match last February? Is Wilder? Oh, why, yeah, Wilder against, Fury, Tyson yes, Fury, Wilder Fury. Yeah, I was at a bar too. I went to uh, the double decker like LSU bar, and it was uh, it was nuts. Yeah. It was like thirty bucks cover to get in. We got there super early, and it was just like 
dude, people were like jumping off the walls. I thought everyone was going to fight everyone people else. People love fights. The <laughs> amount of cocaine in that place oh. could have killed a herd of elephants. <laughs> there was Ele- just and, and elephants are good at snorting coke. Believe- elephants I'm are sure very good at snorting coke. Uh, the... Uh, like, I had to bust my way into the bathroom a couple times because the line was taking, like, literally 40 minutes because everyone was doing coke in there. And I was like, Jesus. guys, I got to fucking piss. <laughs> they were like, well, they have want to shit. some? They and have to shit like, because no, they've been doing it a lot did, of blood. They, <laughs> they did need to shit, too. Yeah. Um, I had a friend was, I had a friend wild. visit, and he went to Welcome to the Johnsons, which is a real divey bar, too. Like, uh, Where is it? Uh, like, Rivington. Mm. Uh, by like the like Essex Street Lower East Side Lower East Side Lower like, Lower East Side Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's a great bar But I went with a buddy of mine I will not name him Because of what transpired And uh, never done <laughs> cocaine in his life And he goes to the bathroom There's like two single bathrooms there That are hanging on By one of those hooks mm-hmm. Where you can basically open the door <laughs> Halfway yeah. before you realize Somebody else is in yeah, there Yeah And he did that And I guess was offered cocaine Comes out And is like just did like a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> it's like, all right, man. Well, it's midnight, and you got a flight tomorrow morning, oh, and we're dude. like gonna go home. Oh you know? man! And he's like, I can't, I can't go home. I gotta, I gotta go to more he's bars. Like, he's like, this is New York, and I'm like, eh, I guess like, for you now, <laughs> dude. I live here. This, I can't be doing this. Your come down's gonna be in Chicago, bud. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. That's uh, he did not have a good time. Uh, so that that brings up. One of the uh, I don't, I haven't seen this type of bar elsewhere outside of New York, or at least I haven't been to one. But the pseudo club bar combo thing, and yeah. I'm specifically thinking of like Hair of the Dog. Have you or ever like been 13th in there? Thirteenth Step type yeah. places? Yeah, not my thing. Not no, my thing. I fucking hate it. No, and, be one thing. But it's like, but I've been I, there. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like it's a bar, but it's mostly just open floor. It's packed. And it's packed. And half the people are dancing and half the people are trying not to bump into somebody dancing. It's- yeah. So I went to, I think it was like month seven. I lived in New York. No idea what I was fucking doing. I go to this uh, comedy show in uh, Astoria. And oh, I forget the fucking guy like who QED used to or run something? it. No, no, no. He just like took over like a, a bar or something and, okay. and did like a little... <clears throat> thing it was like the dirty show i forget the guy who used wow. to run it but sounds phenomenal everything needed <laughs> to be everything needed to be dirty and no comics had more than a year of experience it was a fantastic oh, yeah. uh there's gonna be a lot of fantastic dirt. lineup guys lot of mud. <laughs> um and uh so me mikey mays and mackenzie graves are up there and they're like we're going to hair of the dog do you want to come and i was like sure what it sounds like a bar all right so we go down there I was wearing like a hoodie and a t-shirt, like a zip-up hoodie and yeah, a t-shirt yeah. and some jeans. Classic comedian uniform. Yeah, and I, I go down there and we go to Hair of the Dog and I'm like, this is the worst place I've ever been in it's, my life. It's hell. And we're standing there and this guy in the corner, he's like fully dressed like a, a finance bro. Mm-hmm. He's got these beautiful women around him, like like 10 to 15 women, all just like with him. And he's got like a couple more dude friends, but... He just in the middle of the dance floor starts clipping his cuticles with like a legit cuticle clipper that he pulled out of his fucking pocket. So he's just like sitting there in like this club thing while this girl's trying to grind on him and he's just like manicuring his fucking nails. And I was like, this guy has so much money. He doesn't give a single fuck. You got to get him on the podcast. <laughs> I do have to get him on a podcast. I got questions. Because I was like, what the fuck kind of ego do you have that you're able to do this? And like, now I've seen ridiculous shit like that and like yeah. rich rich people all the time. But that was the first time in New York that I was like, oh, you're a different type of person. Well, people I in New York, I have never yeah. met someone like you before. People in New York get so rich that they start doing things that the homeless do in New York. They just do them in different venues. Like, yeah, they I both s- own the city in a different yeah. way. I saw a lady eating a box of fudgesicles in flip flops on the subway the Beautiful. other day, and she did not have the type of pants that said, "I'm going to be by a freezer sometime soon." No. <laughs> Because <laughs> I need to eat all seven of these because my oh. stops in thirty minutes and they're melting. And like, but then if you saw that at Hair of the Dog, you'd be like, "This guy is so rich that he doesn't ever care He's where he is." Yeah, he he, he would, brought fudgesicles. Every to the bar. woman would be like, "I'm gonna talk to him." Yeah, there's 
he brought he would fudge give a girl a fudgesicle and then she yeah. would fillet it for him yes. to impress him yeah it's, yeah yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, we weren't doing that for the homeless lady i tell you that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i hate that bar but they're all over 13 step is right there hair of the uh, dog is down there's there. a couple in the west village like that yeah um I went to uh, one. Three one. sheets? Three sheets. I've been to three sheets a ton because that's like... It's right there. It, it's close to everything. The McDonald's closed, though. I right, feel like yeah. half the reason I went to three sheets is because I wanted McDonald's later. It was, <laughs> it was, it was like, always a combo dog right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to do you gotta do both. The three sheets was like a big Thursday night after work. I worked at a hotel with a bunch of like younger people. Mm-hmm. And Thursday night, we go out drinking like a happy hour. And then the people under the age of 25 would migrate away. From all the people in suits that are going home to their wife and kids. Yep. And that's when we're at Three Sheets playing beer pong. Yep. And then it's 1 a.m. You're getting a slice of Joe's. Yep. And then everybody's like, should we just call it? And then there's always one person. It's like, no, we're going to the next we're bar. Yeah. And you fucking do. It's not 4 o'clock no. yet, pussies. And uh, 4 o'clock is ridiculous. Well, the thing that Three Sheets did right when I moved here, I have no idea if they still do it. But we went in there and like... I was brand new here. My buddies were brand new here. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I don't know. Let's pick this place. It's in a central location. Yeah. And we went there. Cheapest we drinks. Each, we each ordered a drink. And then the waitress comes around. And he's, she's like, we're doing this promo. And if you guys sign your name up right here, you'll be entered for a chance to win uh, free drinks for an hour for 10 people. And you can each like sign up. So we were like. How many people were you? All with? right, fuck it. It was just like me and three other people. Oh, so you, so so you would they would email you and you come back. You get a free happy hour, right? You get a free happy hour, pretty much for for ten people. So we we're like, all right, let's sign up. There's no way we're gonna win. I'm sure there's like a thousand people on this list. They yeah, to one person. We were the only people that signed up. So you won. All three of us won. <laughs> so we each Did got you, like, our own them? hour. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all we had to do was email them the day before, like, hey, we want to use this. And then we would show the email to the bartender, and he'd be like, all right. <laughs> so, like, that was legit how I got booked on, like, two shows when I first started is yeah. I, like, I found a couple of comedians that were booking shows. So I was like, hey, I got free drinks for an hour at Three Sheets. You want to come join us? And they were like, sure. Of course. So we, like, drink with them for a little while. Like, I did it with, like, Matt Marin and Anthony Passaretti. Oh, like, great guys. Was, three and a half years ago now but um yeah that was like that's been the only time i i have only gone there one time where i paid for drinks and they're assuming you're gonna you're gonna get hammered there and then yeah. stay the rest of the night What's we're the- like oh no free drinks are up i'm fucking out of here there's a place like that in midtown and a guy i went to high school with who i barely even knew in high school he moved to new york too mm-hmm. i don't think he had a lot of friends somehow won a happy hour at one of those places and asked me to go. There you go. And I ended up not being able to make it. And then later I was like, did he? And he's like, I couldn't get anybody. I was like, oh, man. Now I know. He moved back to Chicago in like months. His name is Todd. I'm not going to say the last name. That's that's tough. The only thing worse would have been if just you showed up. Well, then I'm actually glad I didn't go. Yeah. Because a guy that I'm like. It would have been more sad for both of you. A guy I haven't seen in like six years since like my junior of high school and we have to we have to slam drinks while making small talk oh dude that's that sucks i mean that's everyone's fear is like they move here they don't make friends and they're like okay i guess i'm not good enough for this yeah it's it's uh if you want to make friends in new york hang out at bars um hang out at bars you can make some friends are they good friends no let's start our kid friends here like there's there's so many people because i'm i moved here with a girl and it, it didn't work out but um you have to spend money to make friends in this city in the beginning. Yeah. If you're not going to spend money on drinks, if you're not going to spend money on workout classes, if you're mm-hmm. not going to spend money on art classes, like if you're not going to spend money on like, I don't know, a master's degree, you're yeah. just not going to fucking meet people. I don't like, I mean, what could you join a runner's club? And I'm sure there's yeah. going to be happy hours after the fact. After runner's you guys, club, I mean, I don't know. Um, the other, the other get thing a dog. Is, I don't <laughs> get a dog or get like, start working at a startup. Like, yeah, people who get like, Oh no, I'm working for the government. It's like, who the fuck are you going to meet there? Like everyone else there is 50 years old. You How could join you a cult, but that's the same as working at a startup. So Yeah, and <laughs> it's also the same as some of those workout classes. Yeah, so, definitely. Barry's you know, we're camp. all part of a cult. You yeah. can join the wing. I don't know if you know what that I is. I don't know what the wing is. It's a uh, social club for women where they pay 100 bucks a month and okay. they get access to this like essentially fancy WeWork uh, oh. where they um, they just get to meet other women. It's just networking, women for women. So, okay. I don't know. It's... Uh, 
it's a good idea on paper. I don't know how well it works out for a lot of people, but uh, hey, you do you. You got to do what you got. It's a weird city. It is a it is a you don't stay at home. There's no house parties no. happening here. That's why the pandemic fucking sucked. Yeah. Like I never I had people over at my place in the first three years I was in New York. Three times. Yeah. And now it's like. I don't know. Come over here because the bars close at ten thirty now, and the game starts at ten. So yeah, <laughs> we had. We what had else a, are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, we had a huge backyard. I had a couple places in Bushwick with some roommates. We had like maybe two parties in yeah. a three year span, and we actually had the space. But people don't expect to. People would rather meet. Yeah, They'd like let's meet somewhere in the middle, and that's almost always some bar right. in downtown Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, especially in our. Age group. In our circles, yeah, yeah age yeah. group or whatever. Well, it's like it's tough for people that don't live here because if you live in southern Brooklyn and then you live in Bushwick, middle ground is Manhattan. Yeah, you still got to like if you had a car, it'd be five minutes. Yeah, but because you have to take the train, the G to train get there at best, and even that's like not going to work for certain parts of Manhattan the, or the Brooklyn. F- the first girl that I started seeing in the city lived in Astoria when I lived in Bushwick, and can't get you to it. You got to meet. It was that. an hour and forty minutes up to her, and I was, and it hit me. I was like, in Michigan. This would be like if I dated someone in Ann Arbor. Yeah. Like, that's long distance. What am I doing? That's <laughs> crazy like because... four million women in this city. <laughs> and that's crazy because, like, she can get to Midtown real easily, but you can't from Bushwick get to Midtown that yeah, easily. Yeah, I would have to take the J to the M and then You guys would meet at, what, up. like 14th Street or 23rd Street? No, we would Street? meet up in, like, 50th Street and 2nd. Would you like take 50th the M and, all the way or something? Lex. Yeah, I would take the M up to... <laughs> up sixth and then like cut over like towards Queens and hop off at like 53rd and, and Lex or something. But anyway, um, that, that does bring up a, a different type of bar though, is the, uh, Penn station bar, oh, the, ah. the Penn station, the grand central, the, uh, it's the commuter it's bars, the commuter bars, the ones where it's all dudes in suits mm-hmm. who just got done sexually harassing their assistants. Yep. And they don't want to go home to their wives yet. Yeah, I, I used to hang at some of those bars. What bars haven't you hang? Hung I've, out I've at? been everywhere. Jesus Christ! I've been everywhere. <laughs> You're like, ah, I'm a local everywhere. I well, because I I've worked in. I don't even have a house. I just live at the bar. Yeah, I do pretty much. I <laughs> but I spent so much time uptown in a suit because I worked mm. at two five star hotels up there. Okay. And I would work sometimes crazy hours. Okay. When you get off work at one a.m. and you're not going to come back to work until two p.m. Yeah. There's two things you can do. Yep. You can go to sleep or you can go to a bar. Yeah. So, it's true. You tend to go to a bar. You tend to go to a bar. <laughs> That's been the story of my New York experience, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Two things I can do uh, right to now. To be honest with you, yeah. I could go to a bar or I can uh, be alone. So but I those think I'm going to go to a bar. Those soup bars suck. I mean, yeah. it's fine if, you, uh, if you're if okay you're in, overpaying. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you throw it on the company card and yeah. you're like, all right. Um. Yeah, not not my favorite. No, not my favorite place. I never go above Fourteenth Street now. Uh, I'll go to rare. Flatiron. There's a couple places Flatiron's in Flatiron good. that are kind of fancy. That's where like the Sushi by Boo is, yeah. and that's so like good restaurants up there. Good restaurants up there. It's still a little classy because you get like the Chelsea crowd, but it's not like mm-hmm. uptight classy. Mm-hmm. Um, which like, like I'm I'm realizing uh, for people that don't live in New York that are listening, which is most of the people that listen. To this, oh really? It's uh. It's uh yeah, I don't I don't know if they're getting well, the full picture. Come visit, I'll show you what I mean. All right. I mean, hey, whatever whatever bar you go to, uh we probably have that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um what's a good like tavern? Did like when you grew up, what's where your hometown's in Michigan, right? Yeah. Mine's a Okay, so yeah. do you have a bar that when you go home where like that's the town. That's like all the kids from your high school congregate there the night before Thanksgiving. So there You have that? There's Billy's. Okay. Which is just so divey yeah a lot of music it's it's that is like the i grew up in grand rapids and i'm i've never left Mm -hmm. type of bar okay and then like it's right outside of our little suburb so it's like all right i can kind of get out like Mm -hmm. there are no bars in our actual suburb but it's it's close so that's where it's like all right night before thanksgiving we're going to take over billy's and like the old people are just going to have to deal with it um, a lot of breweries up in Grand Rapids, right? That's exactly what I was going to say is that is the big thing that that we don't have here. Mm-hmm. We have a ton of in Grand Rapids and that's like going to Founders, uh, going to like Brewery Vivant, which has like mug night. So yeah. whatever size mug 
you bring, they'll fill it up for five bucks. No matter the size? Well, we tested it. <laughs> we brought a 128 ouncer in, yeah. and they were like, we'll give you a 32 ounces. And we were like, 32? Come on, he said any size mug. Uh, but they got these really awesome, like you could buy these like these big glass 32 ounce. Like it's it's Midwestern, like yeah. I'm a beer guy. I drink like, beer, I wear mug. a vest, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go ice fishing. <laughs> yeah. My favorite Vester fish is walleye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caught a sturgeon one time. Um, yeah, no breweries. Breweries is what we would uh, we would do there. There was one. Um, it was actually outside of Grand Rapids a bit. Uh, I forget what it was called, but they took an abandoned bathhouse. Like it was a legit old like bathhouse, like Russian bathhouse, like a Russian bathhouse type, like type situation. They turned it into a brewery, and this was like they had a popcorn machine on the first floor. Love that. Ton of TVs with like old Nintendos on the second floor. That's cool. And then there are two empty pools in the backyard that they covered in sod and then put like uh, disc golf uh, chains in there so you could go putt. And I was like, that's awesome. We were there all the time. When I turn 34, <laughs> I'm just going to live there. That's, that's exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I could see where I spend a lot of time here if yeah. I had the money. They had a beer called the Cement Shoe that was like closer to a milkshake than a than a beer. It was like nine and a half percent. Sounds like that beer has a fist. Yes. I mean, yeah. What the fuck? What was that? brewery called i have no idea i'll that put it in the comments if i can find sick, it man i mean it was awesome and they would do trivia nights on wednesdays and yeah. it's all like hipster people so that was like um that's where we would go uh like when i'd come home for college mm-hmm. um and then all we had in my college town was a brewery and we would like uh we would get quarter ounces from there and then we would also brew our own beer in our house too um, which you said you also have done. We, we we did brew it a little bit in Bushwick, and we had a we <laughs> created a Facebook page for the beer. We have nice. a, we have we're going to make it big. Oh yeah, this is we were going to make comedy it big. thing doesn't work out for this, me. I'm going to be is, a brewmaster. This is pre comedy. This is also oh, pre. Okay. Me and another guy, uh, Connor and Cameron in Bushwick. Yeah, they're going to make a brewery. That's what they're going to do. Honestly, uh, that sounds like a fucking uh, brewery. We had a good thing. We had a good thing going. Connor and Cameron. Yeah, it's called Flooded Basement Brewing Company That's because a great uh, name. Our basement flooded. Same. <laughs> Bushwick. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, none of my stuff was down there. It was all nope. my roommates. It was stuff. all my roommates. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> no, we're like, we're like, I feel so bad for this guy. Yeah, he's... I was also like, ah, that's a, uh, that sucks. I don't know. Whenever that happens, he's always, <laughs> the guy who loses his shit is always like, hey, we're all going to call the landlord. And I'm like, I mean, I'll be on the call with you, but I don't have that much to I'll, say. <laughs> I'll sit here, but this sounds like a you problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I live on the top floor, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, no, we we brewed beer and we were okay at it. But uh, he joined a band. I started doing comedy, and we found out we enjoyed that and were better at those things than brewing <laughs> there beer. Go. There you go. Beer's tricky. It's hard. Beer's so hard, and that's why, like you also, know, Anheuser Busch does yeah. all the beer because they figured out one way to do it, and mm-hmm. it works. When you brewed it, uh, I don't know how we were brewing five gallons, so we would yeah. have like fifty fucking beers. Yeah, yeah. And you have to bottle it, and it'd be you, flat within three weeks. So it, you had to give it away. You give it away, and also it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it doesn't taste as good as this Modelo that I'm no. drinking right now. No, no, no. So you'll have like a few each. Yeah, uh, me and my roommate, and then the next day it's like, I guess we got to keep drinking the same. We go buy other six packs. We'd be like, fuck <laughs> this, man. I'm- well, especially because like when you make a beer, you're ambitious. You're like, we're gonna make something dark. I want a red ale, and yeah. then. You know how easy it is to get sick of red ale every single day? Are you like make pilsners? Yeah. Um, my buddy still does it. He still lives in in Michigan, and he just like he if does you got it. A, if you got a garage, stuff. I guess. Well, he he uh, I think he does it in his basement. Okay. But he puts it in a keg, like he pressurizes wow. it so it actually like stays good and legit. He's gotten good at it. He did like a raspberry ale. The, the last time, and That's I like ambitious. I brought him like a 12 pack or whatever, and I ran him out of the keg. Like, I didn't even touch the 12 pack until he was out of fucking beer. And I was like, you know what? This is pretty good. He's, he's he has industrial. Zero ambition to actually like sell this shit. He only does it for himself. Really? Yeah. Why would you? I, it's just like uh, it's just like those painters that like yeah, I sit in their house all day and like not show anyone. Then they die, and everyone's like, "This guy was fucking great." Was well, he also near Grand Rapids, where like the competition would mm-hmm. be pretty stiff, right? Like he is uh, a half mile from New Holland Brewery. Oh, okay, which so, is like a national yeah claim. Chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he goes there. I mean, um, he's he doesn't 
he does ignore the other beer, but uh, but yeah, no, and it'll last for six months because he pressurizes it and it's in the keg, and so it's uh, yeah, I don't know, I I would watch my roommates too. It's never something I was super into. I enjoyed it a little bit, but the amount of cleaning you have to do is uh, it's just so much work. It's like if you were like, I want to be a rock star, then it's like you know you got to tune your instruments a lot, right, man? <laughs> I was like, shit, I don't like that part. Yeah, for real. I just want to hop on the mic. <laughs> Um, but yeah, beer's good. I, I'm a. What do you at a bar? I I'm a, like a beer shot guy. I like whatever deal. Six dollar beer shot. It's actually. I try to steer away now. I'm getting older. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that was. They catch up uh, to you. At at the Grizzly Pear, where's a shot in a Tecate for what? I four I, bucks. Five. I still bucks. do that with Sean at the. Pear. I will still do that. Some if sometimes I won't do it specifically because Sean's there because he pours a massive shot. For me, he now. also will probably give it to you if you don't order it, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if I order one, he might give me another one for free, and then suddenly I'm waking up on a Tuesday morning after Calling after sick. doing shows because <laughs> I've got a whiskey hangover. He did actually run me into the ground one time where I like almost threw up on the train to work. Um, I made it into work. I suffered through the rest of the day, uh, but that was yeah, that was that was tough. I was like, I just got to stick to Tecate. Yeah. If I'm going to be there, I got to stick to one um, thing nowadays. Once yeah. I start drinking one thing, that's yep. the thing I can do a shot or two. If it's the first thing that happens. Yeah. And after that, I'm like going beer. I could do like vodka soda. Uh, I just don't enjoy it that much. I do. T- it's, it's tequila soda. Sometimes. I, I'll do vodka soda. I do vodka soda when I've like had like a really fat week. Yeah. Where it's just like McDonald's At, one night, yeah. pizza one night, and then it's like, all right, I can't. I know they can't. I know they can't see us, body. but we just had a fat. Oh meal. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just, we ate, a just ate twelve wings. boneless <laughs> wings and uh, chips and salsa, while we drink a six and a half percent alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Beer from Michigan. Yeah, I mean, a you fat know, week is like a three out of five weeks for me. Yeah. <laughs> I had a light week uh, or a light day yesterday, and then I was hungover this morning from St. Patty's Day, so I had a pretty light breakfast. So I was you like, had a light day yesterday and woke up hungover? <laughs> yeah. What are the fucking odds? Um, yeah, I had like a handful of tater tots and a slice of pizza yesterday. Yeah, it's <laughs> after, a light day. After it's like noon. Light work. And then, um, but, but anyway, you mentioned uh, before we started that you've managed a bar and you've also bartended. Yeah. Tell I, me about, tell me about that. What's the, um, what's the story well, with I, those? The bars that I would go to are not the places I worked at. I worked as a banquet bartender for weddings at like okay. an event venue in college. Wow. So it'll be like an open bar. And uh, the same thing happens every time. If it's a wedding, you're going to make a ton of money in I tips. Was, I was going to ask of money. because I have done this where I go up to the bartender and I'm like, I'm always buddies with the bartender. Yeah. And at the end, I'm like giving him a hug and be like, I love you, man. And I yep. give him like 50 bucks. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I bet my stupid fucking friends didn't tip you. Yeah. So I got you, dog. You get, that's <laughs> just, the thing. I am just trashed. If everybody tipped <laughs> just okay, you'd make the same amount as what you end up making, which is like five people tip out of their ass. Yeah. And it's great. So I'm right. That yeah, my asshole correct. friends are yeah. not tipping. Yeah, there's a lot okay. of people that All suck. Right. I had these two guys that were like. I just don't think they understand I'm making that, no money. <laughs> well, I, I just think they're, they're like, oh, th- like everything's covered. Yeah. Like they think that the, the bride and groom are paying for the tip and I mean, whatnot. And you it's don't pay like, for the tip. Right. See, that's, that's, I know that because yeah. my parents have been divorced a lot and I grew up going to <laughs> a lot of weddings. Um, but the, uh, yeah, man, the, that, that job was ridiculous because you'd have people walk up to me in like my goofy ass bow tie, 21 yep. year old, <laughs> barely knows how to shave. I look like shit. Pimple middle yeah, of the forehead. Yeah, my hair is like a mess. Yeah. I, I have a stain on my shirt and I haven't even opened a bottle of wine yet. And they're like, I'll have a, it's from the hot dog from earlier. <laughs> it's from this mustard stain from the, the hot dogs I had it. The hard swallow. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, uh, they're like, hey, can I have a dry gin martini up yeah. with a twist? And I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm going to fill this martini glass with gin. Yeah. I'm going to shake it up and throw an olive in there and a lemon and hope that's what you wanted. Yeah. I don't know what the hell you're. Yeah. What, what do you expect? Um, and then also it's fucking free. So they're going to go free. back there and they're like, this kid doesn't know how to make drinks. And they're like, okay. You'd be amazed at how many times some like. 48 year old woman who's like 
used to the country club. She's probably divorced, and oh. it might not be going that well. Oh. And she's like, this guy makes an amazing Cosmo. It's the best Cosmo I've ever had in my life. I thought this was going to be negative. I thought she <laughs> no. was going to like, no, it's positive. This fucking kid doesn't know how to make a cosmopolitan no. the right way. Young people you ruin will. the night. It'll be the young people that get upset about it. The old people, if they see what? you struggling. What? person's not just getting a rum and coke. Or like a vodka Red Bull or something. There's always a guy who's bringing a girl that he's just sort of started dating, and uh, he moved to Brooklyn to be a writer. Yeah. And he's going, I'll have the, your best cab sov. And I'm like, okay, you want this yellow tail that I got behind the bar? Yeah, Here you right. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then they'll be like an old couple, and they'll be like, do you, can you try to make me this? And then you start to make it like, no, no, sweetie, let me help you. And they like direct you. And that's, <laughs> I learned to make good that's, cocktails from no, the customer. That's, that's fun. I like that. That's good. And the I, old people are like, they're not going to dance. So I'm just going to teach this kid how to make a drink. The only other stereotype I have from that is there's always the guy who at the end, when you're like, I cannot serve anymore. It would be a violation of our liquor license. We're wrapping up. Yeah. I'm putting everything away, but they can still they see the booze. Just give me a bottle. Just so, give me yep. a bottle, man. So I got some guy, and he's he's like, it's <laughs> I've always also been that guy. <laughs> it, it, it's always like a Buddy Garrity from Friday Night Lights type, yeah. like that guy that yeah. he's got the nice suit and the gray hair, and he's sweating, and he's yeah. like, I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars. Just give me uh, the rest of that Patron bottle, and I'm like, of course, a hundred. I'm like, I would love to do that. Yeah, a hundred is a lot. Yeah, but it also means I'm probably fired. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, I'll make more than a hundred by keeping this job. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I, have this weekend next weekend. So yeah. the one, the one time it actually worked, I had um, one of my one of my friends from college. She came down to a, a wedding with me because it was one of those where I was like, we're buddies, and she kind of knew the bride who invited me, but mm-hmm. they weren't close enough that she would get a real invite. So okay. I was like, I'll just invite her. Dead. Yeah, and it was a wine only bar at the wedding super christian wedding just like and and like i don't think the bride was 21 yet like she was 20 and getting getting married to this like 26 or 27 year old and uh statutory there (laughs) junior year college i don't know she was there for mrs i guess yeah um i just had classes with her and she uh did a lot of her homework and i didn't do a lot of my homework and if you don't do a lot of your homework you got to make friends with the people Mm -hmm. who do do their Mm -hmm. homework um, Those are the twenty-year-olds getting married. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. So I ended up at her wedding, and uh, we kept trying to. I kept trying to get the bartender to give me a bottle. Like offered him cash or whatever. Yeah. Uh, my friend goes into the back, flashes him, and then takes a bottle of wine and walks away. I think he told me this story before. <laughs> and, actually, and we took it to the hotel pool, and yeah. it was like me, her, and a couple other girls are just Dude, drinking I'm- this stolen wine because we're also twenty. Like we yeah. couldn't. We couldn't buy alcohol anywhere. So I was like, all right. It's funny I worked as a banquet bartender like that because when I was 16, I already had facial hair. And I was at a wedding, and a cousin of mine who was like a year younger is like, I dare you to try to get a drink from the bartender. (laughs) So I went up there. And what you don't realize about banquet bartenders is they're all at best 21 years old. Oh, yeah. So the guy was like, Oh, rum and coke, and he's pouring me the strongest rum and coke. He's yeah, like, keep yeah. coming back. He's like flirting so with a girl next like to me. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want it this uh, way? He's like, oh, I, I put a lime my, in now. My buddy Dave ran through a wall after I made him one of these one time. <laughs> yeah. It's like cool. Do you want my my special where I mix all the liquors together? <laughs> Yo, I got jungle juice in the back, dog. <laughs> it's like handing you the invite to his apartment party. It's like, okay, this is a problem. This is not. Uh, but yeah, but then I did manage a. Uh, I would do it one day a week, and it would be a high-end lobby bar in a hotel. But saying I was the manager is a stretch. Was that in, it's um, like, that's at the Peninsula Hotel. I don't know if I can say that or not. Uh, I can definitely right. say it. Fuck it. I don't care. Is that in Hell's Kitchen? Where is that? That's uh, Midtown East. Okay. This is a bar that was not highly populated, but it would be like a rich guy, and then there'd be like two hookers on either side. Sure. And one might perhaps be, hypothetically, I didn't ever see this happen, Wink, uh, sucking on his toes while the other one's like biting on his ear while he orders drinks for the three of them. And to say I was managing that bar, that's like saying you own the cat that lives outdoors by your apartment. It's, you don't, you know, I I had no idea what was going on. You make sure it doesn't die, but. Yeah, I'm like making sure that we're not out of liquor (laughs) and I'm like turning a blind eye to this and that. Uh, Well, that, that actually brings up my favorite bar game to play. And I'm sure you've got bar games where oh, yeah. like you go there and it's the good people watch it. We'll end on this. Cause we got nine minutes until tip uh, off. We got, we're either we going to be really sad or really <laughs> excited. Um, one of my favorite games to play at the, at the bar is girlfriend or daughter. 
trying yes, to figure I'd out. I played that too. If the old dude that's there, normally in his mid fifties, who's hanging out with the twenty two year old, oh, are man. they daughter or girlfriend? And it's fifty fifty. Best every game. fucking time. It's the best game ever. Best it's game great to play at rich people London. bars. Oh, London. Because sure. they have legal prostitutes, so it's most likely not daughter. Yeah. But, uh, in New York, it's fucking, it's fucking great. It's uh, wildly entertaining. The other thing I love to do at bars, and this sounds kind of weird, I really like to go to bars and just watch guys try and hit on women and just watch them fail. Like I, I like to, I like to see how they do it. It's almost like a tactical game. Yeah. Like it's like, oh no, he came up on her too fast. He's done from the start. He <laughs> you walked can tell up by the body quick. language. You can tell by the body language. <laughs> like big thing with women if they're being hit on at a bar. Like if they're sitting next to each other, if the woman's got her foot on the dude's stool, he's in. Yeah. Doesn't matter what yeah. else is going on with her. She could be facing the other way. Mm -hmm. But if her foot is on his stool, she's claimed him. She's he's in. He's good. And then one time I would watch there's a bar in uh, in Fidei that's it's in a hotel. Okay. Kind of fancy bar, kind of dark, but then it also has an indoor basketball court in the bar. What? I'll take you there sometime. I went there with Chris Ryder one time. It's a weird mix of like tourists and fancy Fidei people. Um, I don't think they're doing basketball during COVID, but uh, but yeah, no, that awesome. like I the one time she she had the foot on his stool and then he said something to her and she totally moved her whole body Bailed away. It? And I was oh. like, oh, buddy, what did you say? Did you bring up QAnon? Dude, Jesus Christ. During COVID, <laughs> there were a few days where I in my head, I audibly or audibly I thought to myself, I went, oh, man, I wish I, I could. voices too. Connor. Yeah, it's <laughs> been a long pandemic <laughs> i during the uh pandemic i would see something happen in the news and i would go i wish i could be at a packed bar right now to see a guy come up to a girl and be like you know i actually started off this game stock movement you know like, <laughs> i'm yeah. a recent uh paper you in on bitcoin Are you <laughs> in on bitcoin i am i am i bought three coins back in uh 2019 i've doubled you, my money you know to start doubled the year so many guys would be walking up to the bar and just can't they would be saying it to their friend they'd be like yeah i mean to the moon i'm probably gonna sell soon once i'm at you know a few mil on paper and then he's like winking to the girl yeah. next to him i mean i'm making fun of that guy i literally just did an episode of this podcast on cryptocurrency yeah. so i would also I'm be in that on guy. It. if i if i was if i was single i'd I'm, be pulling I'm that move. in on it i have crypto but also as well. like have i brought it up to anybody no no, except for one, like just recently, because I, uh, if and if you want to hear the whole story of this, go listen to that episode. Not you, but the the listener. You're welcome. I'll to listen, listen to it. But uh, <laughs> in back in college in 2014, I bought 150 dollars worth of Dogecoin just for no reason, and that like, turned what six years ago now. Yeah, it turned into 13k. And then the day after I sold it, it doubled again. So oh, I, well, I you missed made 13K. out. That's pretty good. I missed out on twenty six thousand dollars. Ended up with thirteen thousand dollars, which is like I don't even feel like I'm <laughs> bragging because I had nothing to do with it. My net worth is like, like thirteen thousand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gone now. The bank Chase Bank has a lot of that thirteen thousand yeah, yeah. dollars. Um, but uh, but yeah, the uh, yeah, that's that's my one thing with crypto. But you know how many people fucking knew about that before? Like Dogecoin blew up, no. and I was like, "Holy shit! I got all this money." Well, that's the problem. Zero. You have zero people fucking knew about it. You have to look into that shit so early. Man. I know, but that's the bar. You know that people at bars would be lying their fucking face off about oh, how rich. Yeah. They oh, if I'm trying to pick up a girl, I definitely had like a hundred k in. Dogecoin. Bars are also the best place to lie. Go to a bar by yourself oh, yeah. and make up a new life. Yeah, don't have another person with you because they'll ruin it for you yeah. or you may end up in a situation where you have to back it up at some point. Yeah. No, you can't, can't do that. I, don't, I mean, I've tried to do that. I always, I always give in. I just I'm like, I'm pretty good at it. I, I'm just uh, <laughs> not psychopathic enough. Like I keep thinking of stories in my real life and then eventually I'm just telling stories from my real life. I'm not even lying anymore. <laughs> it's like, all right. You can do it for about two hours, but then you leave and you got to make sure that nobody in your vicinity you'll ever yeah. see again. And it's it true. can't be a regular bar that you go to. It's got to be a one-off bar. But then how are they going to listen to my podcast? Well, that's true. Well, <laughs> well, that's well, that's because you're lying and you're telling them that you're Joe Rogan's sidekick. Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah, I'm Jamie Vernon. Oh, man. Poor dude. My, my podcast, WTF. <laughs> Mark Barron. Um, yeah, no, I... Uh, 
I've missed bars, though. The outside's not the same. You don't yeah. get the same atmosphere. It is fun to hang out with people, but the uh, I think just sitting inside at the, like, I've, I've said it before on, on a couple podcasts, but, like, the thing I miss the most about comedy is, like, yeah, stage is fun, but, like, just sitting at the pair Hanging and watching, out. you know, 100 people roll in and talking to 15 different people every mm-hmm. night and just, you know, seeing what they're up to and, like, just watching watching people be fucking weird and yeah. uh can't can't really do that there's something about the bar that's like uh freeing you walk into a bar after you've been at work yeah and it's like i can be fully yes. free of obligations especially if you like your coworkers. you yeah. go in there and just bitch about work for a little while there was uh yeah yeah rule of third places i think is what they call it the what the rule of third places what is it's that? where you need like uh you have two places, right? Home, homework, work, then a third yeah. place. Maybe it's a gym, yeah. maybe it's a coffee shop, a bar, a comedy, oh. whatever. I've never heard about. That. I've yeah. never heard that before, but that yeah. makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, big believer in it. That's McDougal Street. That's why I'm in bars all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I love third places. <laughs> I mean, it's all about the third places. In fourth and fifth. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, hopefully those will be getting back soon. Yep. Hopefully. Uh, de blasio's not lying about this june 1st uh i kind of half expect cuomo to be like all right you guys forget about the sexual assault i'll get y'all vaccinated tomorrow Fucking, i think he's gonna do that i got a guy he's gonna I do that. a guy <laughs> you don't imprison me i'll get you the vaccine yep i'm not gonna not gonna say what i would do in that circumstance <laughs> <laughs> thank you for doing this again this was yeah, good man. we got to turn it's on that good. game because it started uh let's, let's get to hoops one now. minute ago go green go green go white